something new in airports. The world's first heliport is dedicated by the Army at Fort Eustis, Virginia. The widow of Warrant Officer Alfred Felker attends the ceremony with her two-year-old son, who unveils a tablet dedicating Felker heliport to his father, killed in a helicopter crash. The control tower is the heart of the million-dollar heliport, which includes a hangar and administration building. Tower operators regulate the comings and goings of the big whirlybirds, which take off and land from runways or the eight circular spots rimming the world's first heliport. The United Nations debates American charges against communist China's imprisonment of our friars. Russia's Malik, leading communist opposition to the charges, hears U.S. Delegate Lodge urge adoption of the resolution supported by 15 nations condemning the Reds' trumped-up spy charges, trial and imprisonment of the Flyers. Malik insists that the Flyers were spies, although they were shot down during the Korean War while wearing U.S. uniforms. But despite Russian objections, the U.N. begins immediate consideration of the complaint against Red China. An avalanche roars down the slopes of Mount Fujiyama, Japan's sacred mountain, burying 17 persons under a strangling blanket of snow. Rescue teams set out in sub-zero cold in a hopeless search for survivors of the worst snow slide in the mountain's history. Tattered belongings poking out of the snow lead the men to entomb victims and start the grim task of digging out the dead. For one victim, a moment of mourning, a token floral tribute, and then a last journey down the mountainside. A tremendous two-year building project in Venezuela comes into life as the nation witnesses a series of openings of super-modern structures like this huge slum clearance project. A group of apartment houses for 6,500 persons who pay from $6 to $30 a month. Like all the other public works, it was built with Venezuela's fabulous oil income. A ribbon is cut by Venezuela's president, Marcos Perez Jimenez, opening a new road. A hospital, the largest in South America, is another new project. It has 1,100 beds and terraces for patients. Big crowds turn out in Caracas for the opening of a new boulevard, part of the capital city's modernization plan. A viaduct is one of a thousand projects dedicated this year under a plan that puts the nation's half a billion dollar annual oil income to work for the people of Venezuela. In New York, Charles E. Bolin, United States ambassador to Russia, waves goodbye before boarding a plane for Moscow and one of the most sensitive diplomatic posts in the world. Called home to report on recent developments behind the Iron Curtain, Poland returns to the nerve center of communism's worldwide conspiracy. Helen Keller, blind and deaf for all of her 74 years, receives a gold key as Woman of the Years in New York. Her sensitive hands hear the words of praise for her lifetime of inspiration. Afterwards, she voices gratitude for the award so richly earned by Helen Keller. Marshal Tito of Yugoslavia is off on his first state visit to Burma and India. Tito bids farewell to top aides and also has time for the younger generation before embarking. He will discuss in Asia his formula for coexistence with West and East. Mrs. Tito sees her husband sail for a two-month visit to the East. 
Britain's Queen Mother Elizabeth and Princess Margaret meet London's top fashion designers at a private show given for them by the dress experts who naturally are showing the creations they consider their best. Before showing the dress, the first model observes royal protocol by curtsying deeply to the Queen Mother. This is a garden party dress in blue printed white Cumberland nylon. It's by one of the Queen's own designers who calls it Cornflower. British fashion designer Norman Hartnell is attending and sees a dress specially designed for this show by a competitor. It's beige Irish linen with a coat embroidered in white. Here's one of Hartnell's own designs, a dress of lime, lemon, and white tulle scattered with primroses. It's called Primrose Path and is decorated with a huge bow, a dress the designer thinks fit for a queen. In New York, Raymond Tierney, president of the Downtown Athletic Club, presents the Heisman Trophy to Alan Amici of Wisconsin as the year's outstanding college football player. Amici set a college rushing record, gaining almost two miles during his four seasons at Wisconsin. Football's player of the year, Alan Amici. On a hillside highway in Big Bear Lake, California, Norm Batchelor and Ed Hole go skiing all year round, snow or no. By putting roller skate wheels on the bottom of their skis, the pair have introduced a new sport, roller skiing. That's in season in all seasons. Shushing downhill, Bachelor and Hall can hit 25 miles an hour, compared to snow skiers, 55 or more. Freewheeling fun on the run. Restless man discovers a new and novel way to break his neck. 